Greetings is co-hosted and co-produced by Bobby O'Rourke and Dan Conroy. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at GreetingsPod or on Twitter at GreetingsCast for weekly updates, photos, and to see what card we're talking about that week. Greetings, gobble gobble, and welcome to Greetings, the Greetings Card Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Bobby O'Rourke. And I'm your other host, Dan Conroy. Dan, gobble gobble, right back at you. Praise to the gobbles. Gobbles be the fruit. Praise all gobbles. Hallelujah gobbles. Hosanna the gobbles in the highest. So is your family all set for Thanksgiving? I know we haven't done a few cards for Thanksgiving. We kind of chose not to because we didn't find any that really stuck out. But are you thankful? Uh, Or if you're not, tell us why you're not thankful because the people want to know. I'll always hide why I'm not thankful. That's going to go with me to the grave. But rest assured, there's a VHS currently being developed that you'll all get a copy of where you'll know how I truly feel. But as I live and breathe, I am a very grateful person. I'm grateful for you, Bobby, as a podcast host and oh. a dear friend. Well, thank you. I am grateful for, don't interrupt, I'm grateful for Greetings, the Greeting Card Podcast, which you should all, if you are grateful for it, subscribe to on Instagram at Greetings Pod and Twitter at Greetings Cast, shameless plug. I'm also grateful for the time we spend with friends and loved ones, even during difficult years, which this one felt as difficult as other ones before for many different reasons, one way or another. But mm-hmm. not even delving into that, I always find this time to be you know, grateful for things. And to answer your first question, I'm pretty sure that my family's got everything with Thanksgiving settled. It's one of those things where... I normally find out a little bit later just about what things are going to change this year versus other times. So whether we're not going to have certain dishes this year, whether we're changing something up, I feel like I've got another two days to find out when that's going to happen. And maybe that's on me. Maybe I should inquire. But in general, I think everything's going to be ship shape as always. How about you? Do you uh, expect any major changes this Thanksgiving or is everything going to be just about as always with the O'Rourke clan? You know, at the tender age of 31, I uh, think this is the first Thanksgiving in which I'm not regarded as one of the kids. And that's been that's been a seismic shift, I have to say. I wasn't expecting to take it so hard. For the first time in many years, <laughs> my family's house will not be the epicenter of Thanksgiving. We're moving to my cousin's house, which is fine because they have they have kids who are younger than 31. It's been it's easier different. for them. Yeah, for them, you know, the the move from the kids table to the adult table if your family is structured the way that mine is, takes a long time. I think I was really truly at sitting at mm. the children's table till I was about 20. And then I moved mm. to the adult table or more to the couch. And now finally, I think I've made the final move to the adult table and it's been difficult for me. Thank you for asking and for your pity. Of course, I'm holding your hand through the digital Zoom option that we have to hold hands. A lot of people can't see it, but you can do it through the computers now. Technology is fantastic. But so you moved from the children's table at the age of 20. If I recall correctly, you're a very cousin rich family. You have quite a bit of cousins, if I remember that correctly. Yeah, and they're all somewhat different ages because the cousin's house that we're going to pretty soon is 14 years older than me. So there's always mm. a fresh batch okay. of fresh batch of chillins, fresh batch of pregnancies because always always a, an, always a couple new baby eggs laid. Yes, there's there's about a 20 year range between my cousins either older or younger than me. So at, wow. at any given point someone is 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 popping out a new one and the shifts are happening and that's fine. You know, seasons yeah. come, seasons go. There's a quote about this from some musician, one of them, I can't remember who, only one. Probably some ever... 60s bullcrap. Yeah, who needs it? 
Nixon. Yeah. Nixon Spiro Agnew. Get a job, hippies. Cut your hair, said Dan, with my hair, if you've ever seen my Instagram. Now, you have a lot of, like you just said, older cousins, about in the 14-year range, you said, is the oldest. This cousin who is hosting is 14 years older than me, but I have some who are slightly older and some who are younger than me. But all... I was just about to ask, what's the youngest cousin to you? Directly, I have a cousin who is... 19 years my junior actually whoa yeah. so there is a bit of a range in your family mm-hmm. that's interesting now that, this that's direct re- cousins too that's not even to get into the fact that cousins are or are having kids of their own too that just those are the whole... first those are just the first cousins that's right yeah now that's interesting because talking about this holiday which often revolves around being with family or who you identify as family which could be friends can be acquaintances can be lovers can be well-wishers anyone who you identify as family during this holiday it's interesting when you talk about different you know family dynamics because you mentioned getting out of the children's table as old as in your 20s and i feel like i graduated to the adult table as early as like 15 16 now the reason for that is because i do not come from a cousin rich family there is four other cousins and we did not spend most thanksgivings with them because we just had our own sort of families and traditions and things like that so i would have a children's table which was me my sister and by the time i got to my mid-teens i had a lot of relatives who by that point had passed away because they were much older so there had been some space that had opened up at the table so i feel like by the time i was in my mid-teens i had graduated from that table because quite frankly there was just space and it was time to to move on a slot had opened up at the country club and they you were put up for membership essentially Uh, well i had to interview there's of course the talent competition i had to go through and i do a mean jolene by dolly parton and that's what really got me in there was my version of that song some people say i sound more like melissa villasenor oh boy am i getting her first name wrong that gotta look that up before we keep on going hey the most important thing that people need to know about this podcast is so much ends up on the cutting room floor. They'll never know that we had this mistake. Oh, okay. I thought it was Marie- Marissa Villasenor for a minute. My apologies. I really loved your version of Jolene that you did on SNL one time. Moving on. That's why I asked because I feel like it's all about how many people are at the table. It makes Now, is the children's table in your family actually physically small like a table for children? It was. It used to be a folding table. Adults used to sit at the table that doesn't fold, which was a sign of high status. And it they got sat a solid the, piece of wood. They do. And it was thick and lustrous. And when you put a ring on it, you couldn't just wipe it off. That ring from the drinking cup stayed there forever because it was good wood. Uh, whereas we sat at the one with that sort of quinceanera sweet 16 tablecloth that was made out of murderer's plastic that was so we so if we spilled anything you know it wouldn't it wouldn't stain that's what they call it at the plant it's like okay we've got a we got to develop another 500 reams of murderer's plastic because we've got a lot of 4th of July picnics going on this month. So we've got to just keep it going. Also, there's things happening in between. We don't ask questions about you paid only with cash. That's perfectly fine. You ask for body size, which we don't really do. We cut by yard traditionally, but uh, we could do body size. Just give us a body type and then we'll, we'll do our best. We have maroon and we have scarlet red. We don't sell blood red murderer's plastic. I don't know what to tell you. Is that what we called it? Murderer's plastic? <laughs> I already forgot that name as we were talking about it because i was too busy thinking about my my color of blood joke but yeah so you guys got a more decorative table the wooden rings the 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 drink rings on the table when someone forgets a coaster that's a really big deal i feel like that's why we always had to have on our table like just the thickest 
tablecloth, like one that felt like it was woven out of wool. It, it felt like we needed to have it because it was also an heirloom of my grandmother's. Oh, that's nice. It was nice. And make no mistake, my parents weren't like too crazy if something happened to it. They weren't too compulsive about it at all. But rest assured, that definitely was a thing. We're like, let's try to avoid any more stains on this thing because it's getting old and it's starting to crack. So we need to be careful with this thing. Never ceases to amaze me that of all the holidays, you would bring out your choicest, most delicate most sustainable items is the one in which you also say, okay, pour fat juice all over your plate and <laughs> do your best. Here, we're going we're gonna to violently carve up this massive bird. We're also going to dump grease on this thing alongside a bunch of other beige heavy foods. And by beige, I mean heavy in the color and heavy in weight that we are just going to plop on this plate. And then you're going to normally, I don't know about your traditions, Bobby, but in my family, we trust the children with the dishwashing. You know, children who were good at not breaking shit, they are going to be the ones responsible for cleaning. And this also happened uh, around Christmas time for us. So we were also very much responsible for making sure that my deceased grandmother's Edwardian china was not chipped or ruined. If it wasn't for my older cousin, Noah, we probably would have made a lot of mistakes in the kitchen with the dishwashing. Because you can't run that stuff to the dishwasher. Shout out to Noah for being the hero we didn't deserve, need, or ask for. And congratulations, you and Katie, on your new little baby. Aw, congrats from all of us here at Greetings. It's just two of us. It's just the two of us, but we say congratulations. I think I might have said it already, but in case I didn't, now you got one live. We do. Were your cousins, you and your cousins, responsible for the dishwashing portion? Or did you guys have another responsibility within the Thanksgiving, whether it was helping to bake something, which I don't feel like is a smart thing to have a bunch of people do in the kitchen together? Did you guys have any responsibilities during Thanksgiving? I have to say we got off pretty easy. My mom and by extension, the rest of my family is a real go-getter. My mom really enjoyed getting up at four or six in the morning to put the turkey in and having it ready by two. Mm. We were early eaters too. Lunch was kind of Thanksgiving. So we always ate about two or 3 p.m. And we occasionally got a chance to help with some of the sides, but a bigger thing was helping to prep the house before Thanksgiving. Uh, a lot yeah, of cleaning, clean, cleaning and once all that, in a while, yeah. dusting. We'd lay out the hors d'oeuvres, shrimp cocktail, and the little niblets Ooh. of cheese and crackers and such. So, But honestly, we got it very easy. I was pretty old before I had actual responsibilities at Thanksgiving. And that's why you find me the man I am today, which is unable to do even the simplest tasks of a self-satisfied human being. That's not true. You and Maddie and I have talked about this behind your back. You are really good at setting up a shrimp cocktail platter every evening, which I think is very kind of you. I think it's not very good for your cholesterol, but, but who am I to judge? I mean, as long as you're good about it genetically, then you know, go to town, enjoy it. Yeah, I, that shrimp boat was the best gift I could have gotten for that one birthday. I mean, one time I did get a Spawn 3 action figure when I was seven years old, so maybe the shrimp boat was second, but it's definitely up there. But it's pretty close to the Spawn it's, 3 it's action figure. It's pretty close. I mean, but well, have it's you a seen... lot of fun to play as Spawn. Like, it's just a good, you know, it's not going to fit the same way, but you know, you've also been switching it up in your older years. Sometimes some evenings you do a shrimp cocktail sauce with it some nights you make a rem a lot i mean that's just you know about changing it up you're really good about that so what if you've never washed a dish in your life at least you've got that and a cheese and cracker platter you're, you're good at that part yeah cheese and cracker platter and a john leguizamo back catalog uh, you know you could do worse <laughs> let's all watch the pest this thanksgiving season <laughs>
Believe it or not, I actually had a card-related thing to do in the intro, but we've having so much fun talking about Thanksgiving that I'm ready to surpass it and save it for. Well, next what did week. you? No, come on. There's not. We have nothing but time on this thing. Come on. What are they? Who, who's the uh, short of the? Are we under control by the FCC? Who cares? We'll figure that out later when we get a cease and desist. What did you want to do, Bobby? Oh, Open up to me. I want. I wanted to ask you: Have you ever thought about what it would be like to enter an image? For a greeting card, because we've talked about the Louis Awards, we've talked about movies that feature greeting cards, and this card I got this week, and I'll introduce it anon, has a lot to do with the imagery, and I was saying to myself, do you know what it takes to enter an image or a card to be considered by either one of the big publishers or one of the independents that are rolling around? So this would be, in this beautiful scenario you've provided, I would have an image that I was so proud of as either a graphic designer or a photographer that I would then want to submit this to a card company or a full card could be a whole a whole card like not just the image like you have designed your own card we designed plenty as we know I've never gone back and listened to the episodes because I don't like us but we could go back and make some of the cards that we've said I love us I just want to say that out loud because if you're not going to one of us has to love us now I don't know what it would take to submit a greeting card image. Bobby, do you have a little insight to give us as to what it would take? I do, because I found, uh, thanks to your initial link to the Louis Awards, the Greeting Card Association, the GCA, look them up, they have a whole website that I've just sent to you that we can peruse together about how to submit your ideas for greeting cards. So if you've ever been curious, and Dan, we have a a plethora of cards we could do. This is what it would take of us. And I can walk us through some highlights and we could see what we'd have to do to submit a greeting card to independent publishers or the big guys, you know, whoever would Be take still us. still my heart. Our dreams can actually come alive for once in our lives. This is incredible. Bobby, please share with us some highlights because as you just said, and just to repeat it, we do have a bit of a back catalog of ideas here on the podcast for what we could provide. I don't think any of them could get approved based on the way that we're a little bit salty with our language here but i do think that there is a chance for redemption and also a chance for a little bit of modification so please let us wine and dine in the ideas that are in front of us here what would it take for us to get our ideas off the ground so first off let me just say we would have no problem submitting because i saw a card in the store not very long ago that had penis enlargement as the front joke on the card so i don't think (laughs) that there's a lot we couldn't do let me start there Oh, Lord, we we might be better off than I thought we were. I didn't know it had gotten that bad. And it was a birthday card, so it was a well wish. It wasn't an insult. Happy birthday. Cool dick, bro. <laughs> cool dick, bro. Cool hand dick. Cool dick. Cool, cool, cool dick. Cool Luke. hand dick. <laughs> Who? My favorite Paul Newman movie. All, all cool of our hand. favorite Paul Newman movie. Cool, cool hand dick. Cool dick. Cool dick, bro. Wait. Dick hand Luke. Cool dick hand Luke. That was a Tim Burton joint. There was a uh, adult film that was a parody of Edward Scissorhands called Edward Penis Hands, but um, <laughs> I prefer that I prefer the we... laziest of all the possible porn titles I could think of. I remember seeing it on an I Love the '80s bit and uh, or something God. from VH1, so you knew the content was good. But it was uh, yeah, I saw like whatever clips they could they could show you on daytime TV, and yeah, it was uh, it was very bad looking. But uh, you know, I preferred 
cool cool dick hand luke that was cool dick hands that was way better sorry bobby continue on so i was researching this and as you know dan i submit short stories and uh, and novel ideas to agents and and publishers and magazines and what i found out was greeting cards are submitted in much the same way which is to say mm-hmm. you come in with a complete idea or a portfolio this website actually says you submit 10 to 15 ideas for cards so they want a whole lot and you have to do it way in advance. If you read through the information that I have here, you have to submit Christmas or holiday season cards in January of the year. So if we wanted to have cards on the shelves this season, Christmas 2022, we would have had to submit in January 2022 to get everything ready and be accepted. So that kind of blew my mind. A year out, you have to submit these things. Wow. Okay. So we had needed a lot of time to send these out. So if you and I have Christmas ideas, this might be something that we should start brainstorming for this month, a coming December, where if we got any holiday ideas, we should probably get started by January submitting them. Now, there's one rule here that's fascinating me. I quickly skimmed approaching a publisher and it says, a golden rule. Now, I always love when it starts like that because mm-hmm. that's how you know you're getting the inside information, the oh, inside yeah. intel. A golden rule is to never send originals when sending submissions by post. Instead, send photocopies, laser copies, or photographs. It is a good idea to include at least one design in color to aid visualization. I, You know, that makes a lot of sense, but I would argue that that is good advice for anything you're doing. If you're sending it by physical mail, by snail mail, as we as we call it in the biz, don't send the original of something because then it'll it, it might get lost. It is physical mail after all. So you should just send copies of things. You should never. I feel like that's a good rule in general. I see that warning all the time, by the way, just because when I submit stories or novels, they say, do not send us your only copy because there is a chance you won't get it back. So apparently that still has to be said. That's a very good point. Like, I, I didn't even think about that when you are sending a draft of a short story or a novel or or whatever you're sending to a publisher as you are not only a published author bobby but also one who sends a lot to publishers is rejected often is i think what you meant to say aren't we all every day of our lives Mm -hmm. but you did get stuff published so you can't take that away from me you can't get me on a technicality my resume has five things and has had five things and god damn it it's gonna die with five things five things i love about bobby all new on dvd but when you send them out you really should not send your only but that really harkens back to me to like a time when you would put something out on a typewriter yes before the era of saving digitally before that was an option even before the era of kinkos you know before the era where it was cheap and efficient to make a copy of what you had written to it it's a very old rule that still applies apparently that's a really good point that they would be before you could even go to a store that was completely dedicated to copying things i feel like there was like a whole era they still exist now but kind of a little bit less because digital copying is so cheap but like there were entire places dedicated to just having copy machines and it was just all about making copies of stuff You could also fax there sometimes, but for the most part, it was just about like, yeah, here's their photocopy center. I remember many a day spent at a Staples photocopying and printing out people's scripts for sketch comedy. But so this is interesting. Does it go any further into because I see types of publishers, wholesale, direct detail, money matters. Let's talk about getting paid. I think that's what the people want to hear. Did you skim through the payment process in which we can make that fat, fat stack? Yeah, and there's a few options you can choose from. And they say, which is a little different from what I thought, you negotiate how you're going to get paid sort of on step one. So you say to the publisher, I'm submitting. And if this works out between us, I'd like to be paid in the following ways. And of course, there's some haggling, Mm. but there's a few ways, which is a flat fade. The, The publisher just takes your designs and says, here's a fiver, kiddo. Go buy yourself a malt. 
and we'll, yeah. we'll see you later. There's a licensing fee, which grants the publisher the right to use artwork for specified types of products and for a certain number of years. So there's that. Okay. And then there's royalties, which is every time the image is used, you will get some sort of check for it, depending on how much they want to pay you. So those are kind of the big three. And there's advanced royalties and licensing fees plus royalties. There are permutations and combinations, but it seems like flat fee is the worst one. Flat fee could be just the one. I, we, we'd want to keep creative control, I think, of our designs, I think, is really what we're, we're angling towards here, Dan. I'm going to need some sort of licensing plus royalty fee because I feel, regardless Regardless of the garbage that we write inside of the card, it is the image that's going to make us the big bucks. And uh, I'm already thinking of a couple of great things like it's a bunny eating an ice cream cone and it's licking it and it just says some bunny loves ice cream. Happy administrative uh, workers appreciation day administrative assistance appreciate administrative professionals day. That's the one that we talked about last week. Happy admin professionals day. And uh, I, I want a paycheck for each time one of those sold. That's what I want. I want I want money in the bank. If it's three cents, that's three cents closer to a strawberry phosphate I can enjoy later. But that's exactly what I want it for. If I have to go off the top of the dome, I would say there'd be a very tasteful rendition of a battle on the French beaches. And it would say, make it a me day on this D-Day. You know, you want to wish a veteran a happy <laughs> day. Anniversary. Make it a me day on this D day. Happy wait, happy anniversary. Happy, uh, I don't know, June sixth. I guess you know we won, so I guess we could celebrate happy happy anniversary for D day. Oh no, I thought you meant just like happy anniversary, like for a couple. Oh, but no. it's like no, but it's for me. Well, so if now it's June sixth, a... sure. I mean, yeah, it works. <laughs> yeah, happy anniversary on June. Well, this is this is where you make the big bucks. It's got to be a card that is both funny and also hyper specific. Mm -hmm. So you're specifically making an anniversary card for somebody who's celebrating their anniversary to their loved one on the same day as D-Day. That's right. So whatever day it is, but in this case, it's D-Day. So it's like, gotta celebrate it. But I love the fact that it's also selfish. So I'm having a me day on D-Day, happy anniversary, meaning this is also for myself. So maybe come on in, rake in the presents. Don't think about, you know, Normandy, but also think about me. That's really the most important part here. Right, that was D-Day with Normandy. Yep, that's the one. Beautiful. So that is going to be what you got to do for that is just keep it as specific. And that's where, you, that's where you really, it's like that card we did with Johnny where it said goodbye and it says you'll miss me. <laughs> you got to make it about yourself. That's what we're living in Still now. Still thinking about that one too. We're, we are actually coming very close to our second greets giving, which is so exciting. And that one still mm. weighs heavily on my mind. I think about that one a lot. That And we will be, that will be on the spit for where it's going to be on the fridge. So maybe not the spit is the appropriate metaphor. What I will say is there's a do's and don'ts for greeting card artists. And I want to, because the do's seem a little boring, let's do the don'ts. So if you're listening to this podcast, you'll know what to not do. Bobby, let's, uh, I'll start from the top and then we'll do one and then the other. Yeah, sure. You do the first don't. Don't ever send original hard copies. We said this earlier, guys. Send a photocopy, send a photograph that you've, you know, copied another way, but never the original. That's right. Send send a photo of you holding a card and say, if you want to see this card ever again, send me $200,000, a flat fee. But, you know, that's that you're negotiating against yourself at that point. That's what I'll say. Cut the letters out of a magazine. Otherwise, they'll find out where you live. Uh, number two, don't waste your time sending a long letter of introduction. It will invariably not be read. That can be said about a lot of things, guys. Don't write a lot of stuff. People don't like to read a lot of things. Keep it down to about two paragraphs or less. You can do that with your work emails. You can do that with letters to friends. You can do that to greeting cards that you're writing to other people. At the end of the day, don't write too many words because people don't read that much, including me. Readings for nerds. Readings for nerds. And that's a greeting stamp of approval on that one. 
don't send very large files as email attachments. Just bad for your Google Drive, guys. And it's also bad for theirs as well. Keep it to a medium. Don't send print-ready, high-resolution files. You don't want to look too good because then you'll be intimidating. And handsome people and, and beautiful people never end up happy. Full stop. I've never sense. seen a beautiful person in my life. Mm-mm. And it's because of all the media I particularly consume. And it never, never will happen so long as I live. Coming to the interview with a little dirt on your shoes. It means that you worked hard to get there. That's not a saying that anyone's ever said, but I like it. Don't sell two publishers similar designs. A bad reputation will follow you around. Unlike Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, you don't want to have a bad reputation. Make sure to send it specifically only to one person. I would love if you're at a bar talking to American Greetings Man and he says, you know, I've heard about you. And they say you're kind of a loose cannon. And you say, well, how loose do you want to get? You know, you've got a bad reputation in the greeting card world. You're at the bar with American Greetings and you slip them a, a really beautiful photo of a duck with a pair of sunglasses. And it goes, what, what the duck? You're in the hospital again. And Hallmark comes on over with his scotch and soda and he goes, whoa, I saw that card yesterday. You brought that to my office. And American Greeting goes, whoa, whoa, what? And now you look like a real heel because you shared that image with two different people. You jerk. Don't badger the publisher immediately after submitting work. Now that means you got to give the publisher at least 15 minutes before you send them a finger in a self-addressed envelope, SAE. Last, don't take rejection personally. Now I'm going to disagree with this one. Take it personally. We live in a beautiful digital age where you can mistakenly say all of your emotions as quickly as they come out on social media, and that's exactly what you should do. If you are rejected, you need to let everybody know how this is wrong, how you've been wronged, and how you should be righted. So be sure to put it on out there. It won't ever come off as conceited or as unaware. Unstable. Unstable. You have first-person syndrome. Won't come out like that at all. It'll come out completely balanced, and that's all you got to worry about. So, you know, guys, definitely check out this website there's a lot of good points on here and bobby you and i are gonna have to do our research because we've got a lot of greeting cards we have to potentially make i I think one of my projects for one of our intros is going to be to gather all of the cards that we have tried to make and and god help us if i could find an artist who's willing to take on that titanic uh (laughs) task to to do we'll talk to uh amanda maybe she can help us a friend of the podcast maybe she can assist in that but we'll see how that can go that might be easier said than done that's a lot of that's a lot of work to ask of somebody but speaking of artists who are friends of the show our card today dan is our first write-in card someone said they didn't really feel like being on the podcast because they don't like us but they do like greeting cards so (laughs) they have sent it to us today to to see i don't blame them but i do want to shame them bobby who is this individual who has sent us a greeting card that didn't have the chutzpah to come on today well i'll tell you as you're pulling it up this comes from a friend of the podcast a friend of us an artist karen boyle uh who is uh on, oh, yay. on instagram at karen boyle 90 that's b-o-y-l-e uh she does fantastic stuff i have some of her pieces hanging in my apartment and they're great and karen saw this card and like a good citizen said this needs to be brought to the attention of everyone and so uh, i would like to share it with you all and thank you to karen and uh, if any other listeners thank you karen Thank you. If any other listeners have cards they want to share, you can get in touch with us at GreetingsPod on Instagram or at GreetingsCast on Twitter. Uh, with the future of Twitter, we'll see how long that lasts for. But for yeah. now, it's still active. So let's use it while we can, fellas and fella, fellas. Fellas can't be non-gendered, can it? Fellas. Fellas. F-E-L-L-A-H-S. 
let's make that our gender neutral fellas. I was going to suggest felxes, f e l l x s, because then then there's no. That's that's just felks, right? Th- those are <laughs> those are felks. That's right. all of our felks out there. I mean, I still want to call them ding dongs. That's one of my favorite things. That's for us. That's intimate. That's for us. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? That's for us. You know what? We'll call you guys felxes sometimes either, which is a made up word which fits very well into greetings, the greeting card podcast that we would create an inconvenient word to call you guys. So all you felxes out there, please. Check out Karen Boyle. Karen Boyle, thank you so much for sending this this week. We are so excited to go through it. And as Bobby just said, if you've got a card out there and you don't want to talk on a microphone, you can just, you know, send it to us and we'll do this. So, yes, thank you so much again, Karen. I have the card up now. And it is in my, for whatever reason, I can't figure this out. (laughs) It's always the second page. So it's the second, the second page I've sent you is the first page. I don't know why it keeps happening. No worries. Absolutely. I am looking at the card. You want to know how I knew this was the cover because it is the busiest fucking beginning to a card I've ever seen. It sure is. Brother, everything is happening at once on here. This is like this is first off. Okay, for the listener who is not looking at the card, if you've ever seen Parks and Rec and they were trying to create that mural of a train going through the town, I oh no no no, I'm thinking oh god, that's not Parks and Recreation. I'm thinking of there's a, a Tim and Eric bit about that. Let me let's get started from the top. This is a a lot of train stuff happening at once. This is a basically a a a beautiful dream that was dreamt by an owner of a Lionel train store <laughs> and it's all coming to life here on the front of a card it appears to be a combination of a watercolor and a photorealistic imagery a steam locomotive probably seen sometime in the mid to late 1800s beautiful red tank en- or i said tank engine because it's reminding me of thomas the tank engine <laughs> How but sort of not? a of course it reminds you of thomas it's the tank it's, engine. it's exactly like the red train from thomas the tank engine mm-hmm. if you're having a look-see at it but it is a, a steam locomotive red colored i believe it says lms on the side don't know exactly what that means look up train history later and so there's a oh boy there's a it's it's tough to uh we like to verbalize here on greetings but it's really it's really hard to verbalize this card because it really is sort of a train miasma The upper right (laughs) over the red train, which is kind of taking the foreground, sort of the the top center and the upper right amongst beautiful clouds that look like they're coming from the Orinoco flow music video by Enya. (laughs) It says in a nice cursive to encourage you. And that's it just is by itself. Then directly to the bottom right of it. In a more sort of advertising font, it says "steam." <laughs> looks like it's ripped. It looks like it's ripped out of a piece of paper, like it's ripped out of a newspaper advertisement. Top left, I can kind of see a train station. Reminds me of a train station I might see in Belmar or another part of New Jersey. It's it's a decorative one. There are clips from newspapers everywhere. I really can't read what they say. I see the date 1923 on one of them. I was doing my best to decipher, but it seems like nonsense because in the left-hand side, you'll just see the word flying is circled in red pen, but there's no other context. Flying, which seems to be, by the way, would you want to talk about flying machines if it's a train card? I feel like that's like talking about how great mustard is at the Heinz ketchup factory. It's just not a thing you want to do. The bottom right is the train wheels, and it's got like what appears to be a ticket. This is a collage. Let me say it like that. It's a train collage. More images of trains. Your notepad just says trains over and over again, right? How to describe the car. Trains, 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 trains. trains, trains. trains. 
I see on the bottom left there's another newspaper. Like there's a there's a framed photo of a train. It's sort of like in the watercolor. There's a framed photo of the same train. And below it, there's a newspaper clipping. I see the word Scotsman. I bet that's probably non-problematic at all. Probably perfectly fine. And then it's they've circled the words King's Cross, which I believe is in England. You really have to squint for that one. I just saw that myself just now. So I see where flying is circled. And yeah. Oh, there's so much happening here, Bobby. What's there's just so much happening all at once. I I feel like I'm a little bit of a fish out of water here because I've never liked trains that much, even as a little itty bitty boy, uh, no 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 taller than than an elephant's eye, which is how big wheat grows, I guess. I don't recall ever liking trains that much, so I feel a little bit out of place. Did you like trains a lot growing up? Do you feel better with this card than I do? I like trains an acceptable amount for a young boy. I was I was a dinosaur <laughs> kid. I was a Spawn kid, specifically the Spawn 3 action figure as previously. You only liked Spawn. Everything about my life was Todd McFarlane shaped until about, well, about the time I graduated (laughs) from the Thanksgiving kids table. Your bed, your shower curtain, all Todd McFarlane. Uh, So I had, I had a standard Thomas the Tank Engine trains, you know, the the wooden tracks that would all link together and you could make them rise and fall, you know, and and I watched the show as a kid. So I had a regular knowledge of trains. Uh, the land of make-believe, is that Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood? Am I com- I conflating think that's Mr. Things? Rogers' Neighborhood because mm-hmm. I believe the king of the land of make-believe is, and I always loved this, his name was King Friday the 13th, which... <laughs> He, Mr. Rogers did, Fred Rogers did that in order to get kids to not be afraid of the superstition of Friday the 13th, which you got to give it to Fred Rogers. He even thought about something that's not, it's not like, it's not like a difficult thing. It's just, ooh, Friday the 13th scary because that's when bad luck happens. And even then he wanted to be like, no, 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 no. See, it can be fun. There's a king. Was that a big problem facing America's youth at the time? To only live in those eras to be afraid of that. But yeah, at a time when kids were skipping down, pushing the little uh, stick down with the wheel down the down the old, old, old way. And the only thing you ever had to worry about was the superstition of Friday the 13th where bad things happen. The equivalent of a black cat crossing your path or stepping on a crack and and breaking your mother's back or staring at the sun too long and then you go blind. I stare at the sun every day and my eyes are great. Uh, yeah, you're great. Or a superstition as silly as investing all your money in a fake currency that's controlled by a small cabal of multimillionaires already and you lose all of it. I mean, there's... Uh, yeah, yeah. Or even or even something as silly as that as uh, purchasing a uh, non-fungible token in which you don't actually own a physical property but you own the rights to the property so that when anyone ever uses it and then it's sort of super precedes the concept of art as we know it today because it's done in a digital format. I mean, why would you be afraid of something like that? Kids are crazy. Kids are crazy. I was attracted to this card, Dan, honestly, because the last card I brought you was just the Mona Lisa that someone had superimposed a mask on. <laughs> so this one was so much the other direction of honest to God, whether or not they're just tricking me, it looks like effort was put in and it's almost too busy, so as you much said. Effort. But this card is the opposite of that, where someone really paid attention to the images and the collage and there are multiple trains and there's different styles and perspectives and clippings that say McKinley shot, Roosevelt takes oath, etc. It just <laughs> The colors are really nice. It's It looks kind of like a nice watercolor-ish kind of thing. Something Bob Ross might have appreciated. Overall, 
the cover caught me, so I was I was kind of pleased with how this looks, even if I don't fully understand what the card is going to say on the inside based off of the fragment to encourage you, comma, Steam. I will say I was not being kind enough to the originality of this card. This is objectively one of the more beautiful cards that we have spoken on here. I'd say on greetings in general, this is clearly, even though it's probably photocopied, it is hand-painted to some extent. I mean, it's clearly a watercolor and it's got all these different designs. Clearly, someone put a lot of effort into this, like you just said, Bobby, just echoing you there. It's beautiful in that way. We've got everything. You should cite from your sources water... when you copy me. Just cite your sources. I'm I'm trying. I'm using the Chicago format verbally, which takes a very long time. Yeah. There's clearly photocopy of trains itself there's watercolor going on there's hand sketches there's collaging of newspapers someone took a lot of time to make this like when you and i make greeting cards in the very near january we're not going to take one eighteenth of the time to do this we're going to slap some crap on a piece of paper just to make that easy money this is somebody who actually cares not only about greeting cards i imagine but also the subject of trains which is something that it's a market in itself and i totally understand that I think it's just very busy, so maybe that's just why it caught me a very certain way. That I was like, oh, there's a lot going on here at once. But I can't deny they were clearly going for something here. It, it is busy. I will say that. it is. If you're not in the mood for a card that has a lot to show you, yeah, this card is not for you. But if you're looking for some good art, you could do worse. I'll say that. And to go back to being a little critical, because that's what we do here and it's a lot of fun, the phrase... At the beginning of the card is important, I think, whether it's a joke or it's just saying happy birthday or it's saying, son, you've changed my life in ways you haven't known. Happy anniversary of your divorce. Like there, there you got to start that front card has to open the conversation of what this is all about. And this one opens up with to encourage you. No ellipses. No beginning like this is to encourage you or friend, I'm here to encourage you. It just says to encourage you. And then the word steam below it, which I don't believe is connected to the phrase at all. So it it really leaves us a little in the dark for what is to become. I don't know if it's meant to be more general, like this card can be a for anything. And then just to, or, or it's a little bit more, I don't want to say emotionless. It's a little bit more robotic and they're mechanical, trying to say, perhaps yeah, maybe is the word. Mechan- the trains, that's the word I'm looking yeah. for. This is a little bit more mechanical because it's to encourage you. That's what this card is for. <laughs> And so I was just starting off with to encourage you. To encourage you, Steam. We all come to the birthday card. We are made of steam to encourage you to continue on on the track, much like the train. And if you read it with the implication of the image, it just says to encourage you. Here's trains and the Industrial Revolution. Yeah, that should encourage you. Do you have any idea how much work this took to lay down this track, to put it down, to get it across multiple areas of the United States? If trains aren't going to encourage you to accomplish your goals, I just don't know what will. Even roads are kind of bullshit compared to trains. You have any idea how many mountains we had to clear to get these things through? Do you know how many buffalo we displaced for this track? Do you have any idea how much labor was exploited in order for this to happen? Do you know how many anti-immigration laws we passed on the West Coast for Asian immigrants to get this done? I don't think you have any appreciation of that. This is a dark, bloody, terrible history, and that should encourage you to get your degree steam steam it is weird that the only other prominent word is the word steam completely unrelated to the phrase to encourage you why why do they name the video game platform after that steam the one that you can purchase games on and play well hotsy totsy was taken so you know things oh okay yeah yeah 23 could do they couldn't use that so let's steam encourage us by going to the next page again just want to say to continue on with our 
sort of look and review of it, despite being busy, beautiful. So, so far, it's got a positive review for me, no matter what it's trying to encourage me. Mm -hmm. uh, so we go on to the next page here. And again, it's white background, black. Well, at least they, black type, but at least they've got a nice font on it. So I guess it's not all bad. So white background, black font type. And it says, wishing you whatever you need to put a little sunshine in your day. Again, wishing you whatever you need to put a little sunshine in your day. Exclamation point. To encourage you. Okay. All right. So <laughs> I'm going to say. Pour me a glass of your thoughts, Dan. I am a little. I, I, I'll stay a little confused by the translation between to encourage you. Well, I, I guess it is really just supposed to be the most blatant, like, this card is to encourage you. Whatever you need to be encouraged by, may you have a good day being encouraged by this card. And, yeah, that's kind of just all it's trying to do for me right now. I like how nonspecific it is. You don't have to know what the person is going through. You don't have to know their name, anything. It says to encourage you. And it says, well, thank you. Do you know what my struggle is? And the card says, no, it's just whatever you need, we're available. It's either, you could read yeah. that as quite lovely of saying we're with you unconditionally or as you suggested before a mechanical like whatever is required to get you back on track we will provide but please don't ask us for anything more than that this this card is to encourage you oh i'm sorry what do i need encouragement of whatever that's not the that, oh, we're not worried about that part oh, error 404 not found error, not found what it, it's yeah what is love one one zero zero one 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 <laughs> just explode exploding the train engine because you weren't able to decipher exactly what it was for no it's it's this card is we we i don't think we've done a review of an all utility card just yet and this is a great <laughs> example of it whatever you need an all-terrain card like an all-terrain vehicle you went to the west milford train museum and they had these in the gift shop and you're like i am getting 30 of these because no matter what the situation is these are going to come in handy and thank god it's 30 for a nickel because they are going to be worthwhile that's a good investment yeah this ranges from you have a big project at work and you just need a little extra slap on the back to say hey bud you're doing well wishing you whatever you need all the way to I know so far you've been unsuccessful, but I'm sure you can revive your dead turtle. Wishing you whatever you need to encourage you. Steam. Keep trying that voodoo. It's going to work. Again, Steam. Try Steam. Have you tried Steam yet? It worked for, It worked for these trains. It might work for your dead turtle or tortoise. You, I forgot to ask which one it is. And at this point, I've known you too long and I'm too afraid to ask. But try one or the other. Ugh. Yeah, it just works for everything. It's, it's wishing you whatever you need to put a little sunshine in your day. Now, it is a little disconnected because I don't really equate sunshine with trains. Trains really work without sunshine they're not solar powered there also is no sun in the previous page yeah there is no sunshine i mean it looks like it's a sunny day but sure. there is no there is no sun right in front of us here there is no image of the sun with like a pair of sunglasses um having a nice cream cone it is it is absolutely just the same train over and over but that doesn't take away from how beautiful it is again it's it's we are looking at a bespoke card which i don't think we've done in a while, if we've done a bespoke card at all, I guess we have. There's a couple of examples of hand-drawn in our... You, and you brought them, Bobby. Bobby brings the works of art. I bring the trash. That is the relationship we have. That's not fair, but continue. I, I think it's, it, it's sort of a corny, beautiful, like, this is to encourage you. Whatever you need it for, this is the energy I have. Sometimes in life, we are only able to provide the comfort and the wisdom and the kindness that we have 
in the cockles of our souls. And this situation, we have a artist who wanted to provide comfort and support and joy. And the way that they knew how to do that was steam trains. And, you know, bless them. There's nothing wrong with that. They are a feat of industrial might. And maybe if you never took comfort from trains beforehand, maybe get started because you wouldn't even have a electrical car probably if it wasn't for the accomplishments we've made in locomotive technology, even though- The iron snake, as it were. I thought it was the iron horse, but sure. Iron snake works too. How would it be a horse? I've never understood that. It's clearly a snake. It definitely would be a snake. I get you. Well, it doesn't go serpentine like a snake does. It doesn't do the S look. You know what I mean? No. You don't know what I mean, or you do know what I mean, and I just didn't do it correctly. I'm wishing you whatever you need. Just put a little sunshine in your day. That should be enough. It's just to encourage you. So whatever I need, whatever you need, we're giving this to each other. Steam. Yeah. This, I I don't have a lot of, I mean, I could go with the old battle axe criticism of the insides a little bit plain, but... I don't know. The beginning is so beautiful. That's not really a criticism here. You, you've you've brought so much to the front. It's sort of more forgiving that the inside is a little plain because, you know, that gets expensive. We all can talk. We can talk about ink printing till the cows come home, which I know that's why everyone likes to listen to this podcast. Subscribe to the Patreon for that bonus episode. But overall, the front is so beautiful that it sort of takes away from the fact that the inside's a little bit plainer. And it ends on such a sweet note that it's hard to be angry. Yeah, it's entirely carried by the art, no question. And the, the sentiment could have been pieced together by Google Images and put on a Word doc, and you could have you could have had a strong enough sentiment as, as is evidenced here. But I really like the front. And I think, you know, as far as lazy sentiments go, with the words it could be worse at least it's it's not openly antagonistic like some of the other cards that we've no not at all and in that in that same vein i'm a little afraid to say this one because this was clearly like an artist's work so i don't want to take away from it because it clearly took a lot of time but the way the images sort of overlay each other with the color it you could almost think that like in 10 years this card could have gotten a little bit of help from those ai machines where you just type in words and yes. it comes off with a painting <laughs> now it's not exactly that it's not but the way the colors sort of blend together that's kind of the trend of these ai making art softwares that are so popular or at least popular a couple months ago and it's still people are still really enjoying them so i feel like in 10 years that it could get to this level but not without creating some nightmare imagery around it because it always ends up like a horror movie there's always a face with no eyes in it so we haven't oh, got you, there you yet. and i could tell some tales about the things that our cohorts and, and friends and colleagues have concocted on those those nightmare websites i have some on i have some in a file that i can share one day on the instagram maybe you guys will get that as a holiday gift maybe you won't uh, bobby and i will decide whether you've been good this year or not one time when we don't feel like recording because we're counting our millions from this podcast we'll throw you some <laughs> images you know, we can't get to the laptops because of all the money in front of it. We keep trying to shush it away, but it's, you know, the gold doubloons that we have are just covering up the Yeti microphones. We're not able to get to it. Oh, we'd love to record, but we're just too rich. This card feels like, to me, a really talented artist, but didn't have the words, and so used one of those bots that watches a thousand Hallmark movies and tries to get it to write a screenplay. So it's like <laughs> the art is there, but then the words inside are just a cobbling together of various encouraging words. 
Steam. I feel like this card, if it was being created by a robot, it would have been fed a bunch of Hallmark movies from a certain era, like time-specific Hallmark movies. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, Contem- historical drama. Oh, historical like historical dramas. dramas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would have it would have like ingested a bunch of historical dramas and like Lifetime movies and even westerns. But all it all it gleaned from all of them was trains. It was like, well, the <laughs> one thing I'm getting from all of these is there's a steam train. Some things involve murder. Some things involve falling in love in a city. Some things involve, you know, finding Curly's gold. But one way or another, there's always a steam train. So that's just what we're going to put in the card. That's the tagline to uh, my favorite Western tombstones is every town has a story. Tombstone has a train. Tombstone's train. (laughs) Uh, Shall we rank this bad boy? Let's do it. All right. You have the honors, sir. So ranking this card... I'm going to rank it very highly. Karen Boyle, want to thank you so much. Yeah, thank you again, Karen, for for bothering us. Thank you so much for coming on here and bringing us amazing cards. And I think this is amazing. I think a lot of work has been put into this. I think it's got a sweet emotion that it conveys. I think that it's not throwing me any curveballs, which is a nice refresher from other cards we've gotten the past couple of episodes. Sure. And I think it will be forgiven because the inside's a little bit plain. That won't really matter because the trains on the outside are all that counts. And I want people to think that I am more sophisticated than I am, Bobby. And that means knowing more about trains than I give off, or that is true. People already think you're pretty sophisticated. You own four monocles and wear them all at once. I do. Well, they're steampunk monocles, so they kind of rotate every 15 seconds. So it's a new prescription of monocle each time. So either my vision is very sharp or I do not see the square nose in the front of my square face. Can't say how much the phrase steampunk monocle upsets me. I, I, I can't I can't approach it right now. You haven't seen my math rock band, Steampunk Monocle? We're doing, we're doing a bit over at Blimps and Blimps. This has taken an unfortunate Yeah, yeah. This was supposed to be rating a card. So with my top hat with gears glued on it, I am going to rate this card very highly. This is going to go top left next to the top of the handle of the fridge so that every time I go to that handle, I get a little glimpse of this card every time I open it and I go, oh, look. There's the train card, and it will encourage me to learn a little bit more about steam trains because right now my knowledge is is jack nothing, and I would like to, at the next cocktail soiree I'm at, or perhaps when I, you know, crash another wake, I can have this ready to go for discussion. Like, hey, did you know that this one was invented in 1875? It actually it ran on a pig iron. So I will be ready with those facts, thanks to this card reminding me that I need to be encouraged to learn more about trains. Mm -hmm. Now, Bobby, that's where I put the card. Where do you put the card on your fridge? (laughs) The middle. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, like, it, it, it's such a beautiful card. Like, it really, truly is a lovely thing. And we don't get many cards that genuinely just look nice, I think. And and that's part of us because we, we tend to go for the more entertaining cards. We but like trash. We like trash, and that's fine. But this is a, a beautiful card. And if the sentiment is a little flat, that's that's fine. So I would put this right smack dab in the middle. It's not gonna enter maybe the top echelon of my cards but i want to look at it and it'll stay there it'll stay like right smack dab in the middle of the, of the fridge and no yeah i will say yeah i agree with that rating my this card might not be one that is very high in the grand scheme of things but is so beautiful i i think it and well done that it i don't want to give it the same review 
as say the seafood card that that it's not going to be in that same level. Well, that's still tied up in litigation, international law. So we can't even. I talk know. About well, we one. haven't gotten we haven't gotten a report back from that photographer. So we'll we'll find out whether or not that is a high ranking card or a very low ranking card. But we don't need to uh, relitigate that. We will continue on with this card, getting a high rating from both of us, and maybe a little reminder that both of us should know more about trains. Steam steam guys well once again thank you to karen boyle and if you want to check out her art it is at karen boyle 90 on instagram dan we're closing out it's thanksgiving weekend we wish everyone a happy and safe holiday unless we have a reason not to and i don't think we do for many people but for the chosen few we don't wish you that and good luck and just let everyone know as we come to the end of our ride here and get closer to the station last stop here on the uss greetings the greeting card podcast which is the name of our train the meal car is going to stay open an extra hour we've got bad turkey cranberry compote and stuffing time and our conductor bobby just wants to say steam he wants to say steam to all to encourage you to encourage well happy thanksgiving dan and good greetings with you and uh, i think i might see you either with a new card or with a new greets giving so we have a lot to look forward to in in this holiday season and a happy greets giving to you as well bobby there will be new cards there will be new energy we all be turned anew in this time. Whatever you need to put a little sunshine in your day. And yours as well, sir. Bye. Steve. Bye. Steve. Steve. The more you test, the less you rest. And that's the best of this jest. You shouldn't have bought the box at a strange bazaar with a man who only had one eye and now you're getting hit by Pinhead.